glad that you chose to be with me today as we continue our study of the Psalms. We're talking about stress and the answers that are found in Psalm 46. The wonderful thing about the Psalms is so many of them are very practical, very down to earth, and very useful for us in our daily lives. We talked yesterday about the necessity of of having quiet time, stopping in the busyness of life to spend time with God, to do a few minutes each day like that, in the morning especially, to start the day with God. And on weekends at worship on Sunday uh, or Saturday night to spend some time just getting to know God better, just listening to his voice and letting him speak to us and us speak to him. But also there is in this passage another truth, and that is a great opportunity, an awesome opportunity. And we don't need to just be still, but the purpose of our being still is what's important. Be still, he says, and know that I am God. So that becomes our opportunity to not only have a quiet time, but have a quiet time that gets us into fellowship with him, that helps us to know God in a way we've not known him before. And he describes some of the things in this psalm that help us to see the kind of God. He's our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in trouble. If we, if we see him as our refuge, the place where we can hide, the place where we can go to find the strength that we need. John Phillips tells about during World War II that he, he grew up in, in an area where there were a lot of steel mills and shipyards, and they were constantly being bombed by the, by the, Nazis, by the German Nazis to try to knock those steel mills and shipyards out because they were aiding the British in their effort to stop the the Germans in their attempt to take over Europe. And he said the air air raid siren would sometimes sound three times a night and anti-aircraft guns would thunder and the bombs would come streaming down. He said during the first night, his father put four of his children under the kitchen table. It was not a secure shelter and he knew it, but it was the best he had at the moment. But as the air raids continued and the bombs continued to fall. He was concerned that his roof would cave in. And so what he did, he dug a giant hole in the backyard, lined it with corrugated iron and covered it with the thick iron roof. And then he piled all of the dirt from the hole on top of the roof for added protection. And he installed bunk beds, emergency rations, buckets of water, a, a pump and a bomb and made it a bomb shelter. And that was their place of refuge. And except for a direct hit, they were going to be safe. And you see, that's why we have to find that place of refuge, that place where we are safe. And I want to tell you, in our world, the kind of world in which we live, where terrorism is prominent, where murder and rape is evident everywhere, where all kinds of violence takes place on our streets, where everything around us can be dangerous, even though we may not even know it, It's important to have a refuge, and our refuge is Jesus. We can run to him, and we can come into his presence because he is there all the time, and he's the one to whom we can go. He's our place of safety, our place of security. Martin Luther discovered that when he was in terrible and dire need, and that's when he wrote, A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. And that song has been 
uh, a great hymn of the faith for hundreds of years because it does describe something special, that God is not only a God who loves us, but he's here. He's not only a God who cares, but he's a God who will be there for us in the time of special need. And he's also our strength. He doesn't just say he gives strength, but he says he is our strength. We can come to know him as our strength. We can be confident that he is able to take care of us. Scholars tell us that this psalm was written following God's miraculous deliverance of Jerusalem from the army of Sennacherib of Assyria. Egypt had failed Judah as an ally, and Hezekiah the king uh, waited behind the walls of Jerusalem expecting to hear at any time the battering rams of the invincible conquerors from Assyria, but they never came. Instead, they looked over the walls to find the Assyrian army had gone, leaving a host of dead in their camp. It wasn't Egypt that had come, but God had sent his angel to take care of his people and to provide for them. One angel, one night, and their mighty army was no more. Jerusalem was saved. God is our strength. That's what Hezekiah and the Jews found out when they trusted him. When it seems that the world, the flesh, and the devil, and people, and everything else is rolling against us and about to crush us, we need to cease striving. We need to be still and know we have a God who's bigger than any problem we face, that's stronger than any enemy than we encounter, who is more able than any force that may come against us, that our God is a mighty God and that he is the great God of heaven and earth and he is the answer to our need and that we can put our trust and our faith in him, that he will be our refuge. The Bible says he changes not. The Bible says he is the same. The Bible says, in the midst of everything around us is changing, thou remainest the same. God does not change. God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God is the God of John and Peter and Andrew. And he's that same God today. He's the God who miraculously saw the people of Israel through the Red Sea. He's the God who raised people from the dead when Jesus was on earth. But that God is the God we have. That's the God who provides a river whose streams make glad the city of God. This is what the psalmist said. What he's talking about here is that this constantly flowing river is not just a creek which carries a flash flood and then dries up, but this is a river that flows and flows and flows, and God is working to show us his power and his might and his strength and to help us to see what a great and mighty God we have and that he is the God who makes the difference and that we can put our confidence and our trust and our hope in him. And as we do that today, I think it's important for us to realize that he is a present help in time of trouble. That's what he says. Not a faraway help, not a help for yesterday, but a help for today. It's his presence that really makes the difference and his presence that enables us to have this river. And this river that he's talking about is described in the New Testament as the Holy Spirit who comes to live in us and he, and he never runs dry. We always have him living in us and he will enable us to face whatever's necessary. Maybe you, maybe you are going through a sorrow or a heartache 
or a difficulty or you're without a job right now, whatever your situation is, it may be you're thinking, I can't do this. I can't stand anymore. I can't go any further. But you can because the great God of heaven is your refuge and strength. And he will enable you if you put your faith and your trust in him. So do that today. He makes a difference. God bless you. Have a great day.